Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Shall we start this shit? Ass, titties, ass, and titties. Ass, ass, titties, titties, ass, and titties. Big booty bitches. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can start. <laughs> Podcast 107, Big Booty Bitches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right. What you, what you want? What you, what you want? Welcome everybody to the Lazy Geeks Podcast. I am Stephen Vargas coming to you from Los Angeles, California and coming to you from Narnia, uh, Adam motherfucking Riley from Phoenix, Arizona. Narnia. Narnia. So you can just get to there. No, you can get there through a closet because no one would willingly want to get there. What? I'm just trying to think, like, why would anybody go to Arizona? Hey, it doesn't snow. Southern Arizona. That's why most people come here. (laughs) Yeah, a fucking sandstorm. They call them uh, snowbirds. It's a whole group of fucking people that come down here in the winter. They're called snowbirds. They're old fucking rich people. And they have a house down here because it's cheaper than shit. <laughs> so you hang out with the rich white people when you, during the during the winter? No, I fucking yell at them because they don't know how to drive for shit. <laughs> I'm not used to driving where there's no snow. <laughs> I'm not used to driving on streets that are perfectly straight and level. <laughs> where you can see like six miles down the road. This is nonsense! <laughs> <laughs> Get off the road, Grandpa! Jesus! <laughs> I want to kick your ass! I'm trying to do the speed limit here. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, they drive like because our all right. So our freeways here are like 65 miles an hour. That's about average. Yeah, but there's a lot of places like in the Midwest and shit where like 55. Oh shit. yeah. So they'll go 55. So you know how to read a fucking sign? Well, you stay, way. if you stay 10 miles under the speed limit, your gas consumption... Fuck you! <laughs> fuck you, bitch! <laughs> no, that's where you go, fuck you, science. Science. 
It's like, you ain't got to worry about gas consumption while I'm kicking your motherfucking ass. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Dropping some knowledge on you. Science. <laughs> I love doing that. <laughs> I love telling somebody something that makes no sense and then just going, science. science. <laughs> <laughs> what was it like on that SNL sketch? Girls can't get pregnant in the summertime. <laughs> science. science. <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm making a damn, damn sense. sense. Damn foolery. Damn sense. <laughs> so, Adam, Linux. Let's check it out. Yeah. So I installed educate Linux the, again. Like, educate I installed, I installed Linux again, and I was like, it wasn't for a hatred of Windows or anything, because I'm, I'm a Windows fan, you know what I was just like, I'm going to check this out. And AMD stopped supporting their... Linux drivers, so my graphics card was a, like a piece of shit. It basically didn't do anything. So, you know, I go on the web, typical Linux user, go search for how to fix it, and there's, you know, open source drivers, but they're not very good, and then people are saying, well, just buy an NVIDIA card, and I'm like, that's funny, because I remember six years ago, everyone was like, buy an AMD card, because NVIDIA support sucked. <laughs> you know, so it's like, I kind of just sat there staring at the screen going, you know what, I think I'm over it. I really do think I'm over it. Like, Linux is, is cool. I think it's if you don't have any other option, because running, you shouldn't really run a bootleg operating system on your main computer. Yeah. Main computer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So, like, if, if you have no other option or you want something that's hyper secure, I get it. Linux, I still think, is the best choice for servers, hands down. I mean, like, Cisco is... is um, Unix based and all that, but whatever. I'm just saying that I'm over it. I reinstall Windows 7. Well, I have a Windows 8 update or upgrade, so I have to install Windows 7 and then install Windows 8. <laughs> God. Climb up the ladder, so to speak. Yeah. Everything's set up, everything's pimping, everything's legit. Moving up the evolution, evolutionary food chain. Pretty much. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, so. Obviously, I saw Star Trek Into Darkness. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously. Obviously. I mean... <laughs> like if, you, if you didn't, you're a fucking tool. I know, exactly. Uh... <laughs> uh, but it's funny, too, because like, I've been reading the interwebs, and I've been seeing everybody talking about Star Trek, and I've either seen from pure hatred of it, which of course is the, the the fanboys that you know can't get over that this is different or you know anything like that. Uh, to oh, this was a great movie. Um, nutshell review because I can't really go into a lot of details because well, one of them and it's not the most important is Adam hasn't seen it yet. Uh, but yes. the other the the main reason why is because there's a lot of elements that you you can t- you have to, you can talk about. But it's spoilers, like heavy spoilers. I was really surprised on how many spoilers came out of like how many things was actually really kept quiet in this film. And you kind of think where, oh, J.J. Abrams was like, you know, the sh- you know, letting all these things stick out. It didn't matter because there was so much in there that just kind of, oh, shit, that's what it was. Damn. No. Um, it- <laughs> but I overall enjoyed the film. Was it a perfect film? No. I did feel there was a couple of cheats in there, 
but one of them I like the I liked some, a part of it. That's why I was willing to let it slide. The other cheat that some people have been really bitching about for me was the fact that it worked well for the characters. It was almost a nice nod. It was a flip. I really enjoyed that. Also, people that sit there and say, oh, well, the characters weren't developing as much. When in Star Trek do you ever see the characters truly develop? And people sit there and go, well, obviously they're not really for exploring um, the galaxy. They're more just in to shoot them up. Have you watched a Star Trek movie? With the exception of Star Trek 1, the motion picture, every other one dealt with some kind of battle. You had Rathacon, you had the search for Spock, the voyage home was them coming here, and they didn't, they didn't search new life, they saved the whales. Yeah, you know, fifth and there's old life exactly, and all the other next gen movies. There's, I think people really, really lost sight of what Trek was about, or haven't seen a Star Trek movie in like 20 years. Uh, I, I thought it fit. I thought it worked well. People need to remember too that all the Star Trek movies were generally about Kirk and Spock, and people complain, oh well, it didn't really develop the characters on some of the on um on like Uhura and Scott. When did they in the movie? They never did. And when they did, it would throw away scenes that you could have probably lived without. Because the stars of the show were Kirk, Spock, and McCoy. That was it. Um, I think all the actors got a moment to shine, which I thought was cool. But, um, you know, I, I really think Benedict Cumberbatch was really, really good as John Harrison. I really liked his character. Very cool, very calculating, very um, subtle. So I think all of you, everybody, all the fanboys that are screaming and raging about it need to get out of your parents' basement, <clears throat> fuck a girl, and rewatch those Star Trek movies to really understand what those movies were about. I just uh, – I don't know. Like I always – with me, I always go to see a movie, and if I enjoy it, I fucking enjoy it. I, I, don't, I don't care if they change things because to be the, – the stuff that already happened already happened. Yeah. So, like, let's say I like Star Trek First Contact. Let's say they remake that movie, and I don't like the remake. That doesn't mean the original doesn't still exist. Well, my thing is is that they did the ultimate change in the new one. They destroyed Vulcan. Yeah. If you can get past that, you can pretty much get past anything else. So, and that's probably why he did it, too. Yeah, you know. Look at this fucking monumental change. Now everything looks small potatoes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But to me, it was just – it was a lot of like, well, if John Harrison's so much stronger than everybody else, why is he running away from Spock? Obviously, he's stronger than Spock. That's nitpicky bullshit. Yeah. The guy doesn't want to get caught. So what do you do? You fucking run. It's like, give me a break. You know, but it was just a lot of nitpicky bullshit. I, that happens with any sci-fi. Or yeah. For me, it was I, – I enjoyed the film and, you know, Adam remembers. I wanted to hate the reboot. I wanted to hate it, but I ended up loving it. And I love Star Trek, especially the original series, and I loved it. I thought it, it, thought it worked really, really well. And uh, so go with it. See it. I do recommend watching it in 3D IMAX though because the 3D was exceptional. A lot better than the Avengers or Amazing Spider-Man in in 3D IMAX. Really should check it out that that way. Yeah, yeah. And then that sound you heard was knowledge being dropped. Drop, 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 drop it. <laughs> and then quickly, 
less interesting than Star Trek. <laughs> I'm going to start going to school towards the end of the year, probably, for Cisco Network Administration. So I was just happy about that. <laughs> well, what 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 prompted that whole thing? Um, okay. Because it, so, it, it came out, you know, like from the last time you and I talked, all of a sudden I started noticing, like, I don't know, you kind of had like a midlife crisis during the week. It's kind of like that. Yeah. And, and like, so there was a specific situation that kind of set it off. I had three checks this week, this month. Um, you know, when you work paycheck to paycheck every two weeks, there's like two months of a year that you'll have three checks. Right. And if you are one of those people, like, yeah, like <laughs> that's extra money. You know what I mean? Right. So I was supposed to, I get monthly bonuses at my job if we hit a particular goal. Right. So I, um, they shit, changed shit around and they didn't code me right or something and I didn't get my bonus. So they kept playing fucking bullshit. Oh, it's coming next check. Nope. Oh, it's coming next check. Nope. So it finally guarantees come this check. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, fine. How much is it going to be? Because now I don't remember you know, this and that. So they tell me, I'm like, all right, well, you know what? I'm short on my shit. So this is your fucking fault. So you need to hook it up. Throw a loan out from the safe. <laughs> so I got a loan, like four four bills, because nice. they said my bonus was going to be four bills. Right. All right, cool. Bonus ended up being two fifty. Oh shit! So I had to pay that back, and then I got you know bills to pay. I'm not whining. I'm just saying what's going on. Right. And fucking, I'm like, damn. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, this fuck, this is just bullshit. Like I never have enough fucking money for anything. You know, like in a month where I have three checks. Right. I'm broke as shit because of this stupid situation. You know, and I'm like, you know what? I need I need to get off my ass and do something. You know, I, I just I'm just sitting there like I already know how to do half the shit anyway. I don't know how to do Cisco. I can right. do like Microsoft network administration, but that's fucking <laughs> compared to Cisco, it's like a child's toy. Right. So like I already know how to do I know how it operates and all that. I'm like, fuck it, I'll just do that. Because for a long time, I'm like, I don't know. I want to be in the computer industry, but I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what to do, man. You know, that fucking hippie shit. Right, it's right. Like just, so I went online, and it's, it's like two days looking around. And and I first, I, I narrowed it down to a few things that I would be interested in. Because if I'm going to go to school for something, I better be fucking interested in it. Right. I'm just going to do it because it makes money. You know, so there was programming, which was out. Because programming jobs have been on the decline since 2000. And. Eh. And then only really only because I wanted to have three things. I put game design and that was almost out as soon as I wrote it down because that's such a fucking competitive. You're eating top ramen for a year market and I'm really not. I'm not single, you know. Right. And then network administration, which is something that's growing and growing and growing and growing and growing because everybody needs that. Every right. company needs that, you know, so takes two years but along the way, I'll be getting certs and stuff that can lead me into a job. And then I'm going to transfer departments in my job to something that's more fitting for that so I can put it on my resume. I have it all planned out. It's just I have to do it now. Yeah, that's always the hard part. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and oh, and I'm learning uh, English. I know how we speak English, yo. 
Um, no, I'm learning uh, Java, JavaScript. I've been doing, well, not JavaScript, I'm sorry, Java. Um, I've been uh, doing some tutorials on that, and I think a programming language would help. That always helps. Yeah, because whenever you hit a, a weird moment in reality, you just resort to JavaScripting. And then That's people right. just look at you like, what? And you're like, oh, sorry, I'm just running some code in my head. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, sorry, I'm just rewriting this situation. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's the discrepancy. It's you, motherfucker. <laughs> delete. Delete, delete. <laughs> I'm deleting this whole fucking line you're on, dude. <laughs> Imagine that shit. That would be... That would be... That's a matrix shit, dude. Oh, I know, right? You just carry around a laptop all day. You're like, I think that girl should have tighter clothes on. Yeah. Stupid shit. No, but that's, you know, I'm I'm just I put it the only reason I put it here to talk about is because I'm I'm excited about like actually doing something. And like who said it? Somebody at work was being a dick. He's like, Don't you feel like you've wasted your twenties? Because you did you could have did this a long time ago. Because <laughs> I'm I'm 28, and I'm like no, because I've been raising children the whole time. I wasn't just sitting around playing video games, right? You know, so I mean I was, but I was <laughs> I was I was raising kids too, you know. So and I got married and all that bullshit, right? So and now I got my wife. She's like I'll support you in anything because I love you so much. So until until I go, how much is it? <laughs> how much is? It? Oh, I don't know. I, I don't know. Because, you know, I need to, you know, I need to get my drink on. And, no, I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> no, she, she's wanted me to go to school for years now. But I've, I've always been kind of hesitant because I had the – Steve knows. Yeah. I had that bad situation with uh, yeah another college. And that kind of set me out. I'm like, fuck that college. I'm going to do what I got to do. And the – Well, stabbing, community... stabbing the director in the neck probably wasn't the strongest way to go. He scuffed my Pumas, dude. I, I, I don't fucking play games. Well, I understand that, you know, and and that's <laughs> and that's cool and all, but, dude, you know, I mean, you just kind of you got to control the anger. It's like yeah. break his arm, fine, but don't stab him. Shit. Yeah, I know, right? What's the matter with you? <laughs> You're an animal, no. Um, and then like I'm like, what school's close to here? I'm thinking MCC, which is Mesa Community College, but that's kind of far away. Yeah. I didn't know there was a Chandler Gilbert Community College. Which is a little closer to me. It's real close to me. One of the campuses, anyway. I'm giving away a little too much information. We get stalkers up in my spot, dude. All the bitches. So, <laughs> anyway, um, I go on there, and, the, and and I had already decided I wanted to do Cisco. Because you could be, if you if you know Cisco Network, you can write your own fucking checks, dude. Like you're you're done. Like you you're good to go. Hey, I can write my own checks too. I got a pretty good Hewlett Packard yeah. machine right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can I can write my own checks too. I just can't cash them half a fucking time. Um, and there it was, right there, I, under um, technologies at Cisco Network Administration. The whole program was right there, down the street. Damn, that's cool though. So, but that's enough of that. I'm basically the shit. That, that's what I'm trying to say. Well, I honestly, dude, as a buddy, as a friend, I uh, hope it works out for you, and hope you get your shit together. Thank <laughs> you. Don't do this. You're gonna make me cry. Stop it. I'm never you. gonna give you up. <laughs> never gonna let you down. Hey, you know what? You know what though? What? Being that we found out later on that he was gay, he was singing to a man at that time. Don't ruin this for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And a man singing. <laughs> 
It's getting on the news. All Shit. right, let's go. Let's jump into let's jump into news here in uh, some TV news. Last week we broke you guys the new the story about Fox beginning negotiations to bring back the long running series 24. Well, during a conference call with reporters, Fox Entertainment Chairman Kevin Riley confirmed it all the other day. The fi- they finally confirmed Keith Sutherland will come back to the thriller in a revived limited series event. 24 live another day sounds like the old james bond movie which i hope we don't find jack surfing a tsunami well the series is expected to air may of 2014 and will run for 12 weeks and it seems that there were some concern using the 24-hour format and compressed to a feature film length thus they opted to go back um, for another go it's 24 compressed over 12 weeks, explained Riley to TV Line. It will go chronologically over the day, but we will skip hours. It will be dictated by the pilot or by the plot. The producers realized that 24 compressed into two hours. It's not 24, said Riley. The limited series conceit is the perfect form because it essentially the original 24 minus 12 hours of filler. The spine of the original 24 episodes were about 12 hours, Riley pointed out. Those were when the big events occurred and then there were little events that and connective tissues in between so we're taking the best 12 out of the 24. Um, I think this format will sit well with many fans. Many fans of the series know that some of those filler episodes were horrible and by cutting down the episode count it could make the run more smooth and eventful. I for one am happy with the reformat. I never got into that show. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not a bad show. I've seen, like, two episodes. The acting was good. You know, it was intense. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what the hell was going on, but, you know. Kiefer um, intensity. Yeah, Kiefer Sutherland is a badass. Yeah. I mean, hands down. I just, I don't know. It's just not my kind of show. I don't, I don't like shows that are, like, where you miss one episode, you don't know what you're doing, like, Lost and <laughs> and stuff. I, I just don't like those shows that much. But I like, you know what my favorite kind of shows are? 90s sitcoms. So that should tell you a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Little bottle fucking episodes that don't mean anything to any other one. Full House. Oh, no, Full House sucked. I always hated Full House. <laughs> Blossom. Like, That's too- <laughs> Blossom was dope. <laughs> Roseanne, Married with Children. Right. You know. Yeah, no. I know. Anyway. Anyways. Chronicle star Michael B. Jordan. I think it's funny. His name's Michael Jordan, and the middle initials <laughs> B, so it sounds like Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Um, is currently a front runner to play Johnny Storm, aka the Human Torch, in the upcoming Fantastic Four Reborn film directed by Josh Trank. What is he directed? I recognize that name. Chronicle. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's one of those. He's yeah. He's pulling. He's, he's pulling a Nolan. Nolan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's pulling. Okay. Nolan. <laughs> okay. I was like, I, let's come back. You know? See, I haven't seen Chronicles yet. I, I heard. It was, like, I heard it was pretty dope. I heard it was pretty dope. Yeah, I heard it was pretty good too. Yeah, I might have to. Down, I mean, uh, rent that. <laughs> <laughs> um, the response from the fans has been mostly positive, but of course, there's still those that feel he shouldn't have the part due to his ethnicity. Um, the character has has always been portrayed as white and having a black man play him seems to rub a few people the wrong way. Jordan didn't comment on if he officially had the part or not, but now that I know that the two directed the other movie, I'm pretty sure he will. Um, (laughs) But he did have something to say about the negative remarks. So he says, things change and time goes on. Keep in mind when I write, because it sounds kind of like he, he, he's a young cat. He's not, 
30. So let's keep this in mind when you read it because it sounds kind of just real short. Like, nah, fuck it. You know, that, <laughs> that young man attitude. You know, right. I don't give a fuck. Um, things change and time goes on. It's 2013 right now. The actor told USA Today in a recent interview. The characteristics of the human torch are his name is Johnny Storm, he's charismatic, and he's a playboy. That's it. You know what I'm saying? That's all, that's all there is. And then you know what? We know what he's saying. See, and when you don't know how old he is, you think he's a douchebag. But when you're in like your early 20s, that's just how you talk. Because everyone's a douchebag when they're in their right. early 20s. Um, I got a lot of support and love. A lot of support and a lot of love from comic book geeks. I love it, he said. Well, Jordan is a favorite to play the part. He doesn't quite have the role yet. Saying, Trank and I are good friends. It's something that... If it happens, I would be ecstatic. Off the record, I'd love to be a part of it. So, okay, here's the thing. Now, there was a comment left on this that said that referenced this last paragraph. And usually, I use the last paragraph for like a you know little personal reflection, my Jerry Springer fucking <laughs> Adam's <little> moment. <laughs> Adam's moment. You know, I, I think I was a little harsh. Now, I pulled the race card. Obviously, I said I'm you know people are racist. Basically, and I'm tired of it. I saw that too, and I was like, yeah. "Wow, really, dude?" <laughs> that was, I think that that was a little over the top. Um, my my problem with situations like this is twofold. Basically, first first and foremost, and, and hardcore people are going to think I'm not hardcore about comic books, but when it comes to the movies, I don't care as much what changes. I really don't. Like when the Avengers, like people are like, "Oh." But this character didn't come in until this time. And I, it's a movie. I understand it's a different medium. And things are going to change, either for time constraints or to pace the story better. I understand that because I'm not an idiot. You know. Now, when the comic starts to change around, like when the DC rebooted, I was kind of nervous. Like, oh, shit, what's going to happen to the stories that I've been reading since I was a kid? I wasn't angry. <laughs> I was just getting a little nervous about it. Um, the other thing is, is that I've always just... I don't care what color someone is. Like, I don't care that in the 60s or the 70s, somebody was drawn as a white dude and now a black dude might play him. I just don't care. So I'm still a human being. I mean, don't turn him into a dog. You know, right. that, that would confuse me. But I, I see and, – and I, I'm also not ignorant. I know that if a, an African-American plays that role, it might be a little bit different that – the whole, especially a Johnny Storm character who does is supposed to be a ladies' man. The swaggers might might be a little bit different, you know. It's slightly different culture or whatever. Um, but does it really? At the end of the day, does it really matter? Um, you know what I mean? I, it, to me, it's uh, why well, I I agree, I agree with you with the whole you know the film genre works different. That's my been my whole argument for people that don't like Iron Man three. Um, my thing is, is so that means Sue Storm's going to be black, right? Or are they going to get rid of the brother-sister dynamic altogether? Now, this is the um, thing, and I, I was going to bring that up too. If they get rid of the brother-sister thing, I'm kind of not going to dig it. Yeah. Because that that's that was a big deal. That, yeah. that That was a source of a lot of stories and a lot of conflict. Um, but they could do – I mean she doesn't necessarily have to be black. I mean this goes back to me not giving a fuck. But they could they, – she could be easily white and just a – Mixed. adopted brother or something, something like that you know they could yeah. tweak it a little bit as long yeah. as they still have that brother sister relationship it's not really gonna matter yeah but my my thing is is that you know it, it the way to do it is are they doing it simply because well we want to put a minority in the part so let's make this one black 
as opposed to, well, let's make the thing black, even though he's only going to be black for like about 10 minutes until he becomes the thing. Yeah, and, yeah. and I, I get it. I mean, reverse racism, obviously. Yeah, right. You're, you're trying to do a positive, but you're going to be over the top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Excuse me. Jesus. Thank you. Jeez. Um, so I understand that part, too. But then when you look at, I mean, the director, Trank, he, he directed Chronicles as well. Right. And he's obviously pulling talent from previous works. He, he knows he can work with this cat and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that's what's going on. I, I saw You saw that a lot in the 90s. Yeah. Like when um, Aisha, what was her name? Aisha Tyler or whatever. They put her in Friends. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For, there was a black chick. You yeah. know, it made no sense. You yeah. know, it, And it was obviously forced. But I don't think that's really the situation here. But I don't know. I mean, and I know I'm not. I'm not the. I just don't. I don't really see. I, I know I sound so much like we are the world, but I, I just don't see color that often. The only time I notice, really, truly notice someone's a different color than me is when they're acting like a fucking idiot. Like when they're acting like the stereotype. The oh, right. Yeah. The like if I see if I see a. A Hispanic walking down the street. I don't really care that he's. Just, I don't really notice right offhand. But if he's got only the top button buttoned and and he's fucking, what are they all just being a fucking idiot? I'm gonna right. go. I'm gonna notice more because he looks <laughs> like a fucking stereotype. Right. Because you know, that's funny to me. But I don't know. I just, I'm like the. I'm like anti-racism. Honestly, I just don't care. Uh, all right. Well, I think we. And, and oh, he's gonna pull a Nick Fury anyway. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Samuel Jackson beast mode that part. But go right ahead. <laughs> All right. Well, on that turn, I think we can jump into the gaming news. So, when a game is removed from pre-order from um, from pre-order from a retailer, such as GameStop, it usually means that the game is going to be canceled by the publisher. So you can imagine the stir some um, the stir when something like this would cause when GameStop decided to pull Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Patriots from their database and canceled all pre-existing pre-orders. <laughs> Exactly. A source told IGN that the retailer, quote, actively flipped a switch uh, to remove it from the system. The source says that retailers generally don't do such a thing unless they have official confirmation from Ubisoft, which hasn't happened yet. A GameStop spokesman told uh, uh, a GameStop spokesman told GameSpot that the retailer has stopped taking reservations as we wait the um, to hear further from Ubisoft on an official release date from Rainbow Six Patriots. Uh, when GameStop or GameSpot tried to um, ask Ubisoft for the possible cancellation of, a of the title, they were met with this response. We have nothing further to share about Rainbow Six Patriots at this time. Uh, as of this writing, there was no other retailer had pulled the game from their system. So this is either one of the two things. It was a glitch in the system, or we're waiting to hear about the official cancellation about the game in the coming days, most likely before E3. However, there could be a third one. Ubisoft may be changing the release date, and word kind of sneaked out to the retailers, so they're waiting to see you know, if and when, if it's going to be like, oh yeah, somewhere in 2014, but it may not. Who knows? Yeah. And they could, I mean, they could be pulling pre-orders because... Um, it could be something stupid. Like they change the 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 little gifts you get for pre-ordering, and they have to reprint something. It could be yeah. something dumb. Yeah, you know. So just because we all have to remember, too, GameStop's not fucking the god of the industry. Right, right. You know, if they do something, that doesn't necessarily mean the game's canceled. 
Yeah. There's been a lot of hype around that Patriots game, too. Yeah. That's why I was kind of surprised. I was like, what? What happened? So, who knows? It's probably but, just some fucking 16-year-old supervisor fucking up the damn database. <laughs> I told you, dude. Never touch that button. Sorry. <laughs> just derping all over the fucking I only place. get paid eight bucks an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you live in California, <laughs> paid a cool six seventy five over here. Um, I think I don't know. So, Rift, right? Rift is one of the late, the last MMOs to still have a <laughs> monthly subscription fee and a world full of free to play titles. Developer Tryon Worlds has announced that they have switched teams, and Rift will be adopting a free to play model starting on June twelfth. Interesting. Yeah. An interesting thing to note. <laughs> That's a good one, Steve. I like Thanks. it. Thank you. Right? Yeah. An interesting thing to note is, is just what you'll be able to play in this new free-to-play version of the game. The developer has said that free-to-play gamers will have access to the entire world of Rift, including all dungeon zones and every level you could have reached in the subscription model. You'll also get, quote, full access to all future, all future expansions and updates. This is interesting because most... Free-to-play is not like that. Like Lord of the Rings, which is known as one of the best free-to-play models, you have to buy the different zones and, and stuff like that. So, quote, 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 we have been listening to feedback from our players and watching the continuously developing MMO community and are now ready to launch Rift as a premium free-to-play experience. Um, after taking our time and planning a careful transition... We are very excited to bring an enhanced game experience to everyone without barriers. Um, of course, there has to be some sort of perks for people who decide to stick with paying the subscription fee. Uh, paying subscribers will get a free, what they call patron perks, like a faster mount speed, bonus experience, and extra currency. As in-game, an in-game store will be introduced that will offer boosts, mounts, and wardrobe items for each, uh, for every player to enjoy at their own pace. So, from what that sounds, it's not anything game breaking. You'll be able to do things a little faster. That's about it. Um, while free to play MMOs were known as the lesser of the two genres, times are a changing at a rapid pace. I don't know why I wrote like that. Fucking Dukes <laughs> of Hazard script that I'm writing. Um, with games like Terra and The Lord of the Rings Online, to name a few, also enjoying free to play models, it's safe to say that this is the future of all AAA MMO games. Let's all hope Rift isn't destroyed by a poor implementation of pay-to-win items, like some other games that took that free route. And mm-hmm. then I put a picture of Star Wars The Old Republic and said, oops, how'd that get in there? Because <laughs> that but that game got ruined, dude. Yeah. Like, just, it went free to play, and they're like, you have to pay for everything. <laughs> you can basically stand and run around on the game mm-hmm. for free. Yeah. You know, so. But, uh, pretty good article, by the way. Mm-hmm. Well written. Uh, sorry, I fell asleep through it. How? What was that again? You can go first. <laughs> if I could, I'd never leave the house. Right? Yeah, exactly. All right. In comic news this week, DC Comics has been hoping for a revitalization of their comic line since <laughs> they relaunched their uh, universe with the New 52 back in 2011. In the past several months, there has been a slew of titles falling under the axe, and this last week... It was revealed that four more titles were getting their end date. 
Uh, in the August solicitation, it was revealed that League of Superhe- Legion of Superheroes, Demon Knights, Dial H, and Threshold would be dropping their final issues that month. It has all to deal with numbers, according uh, numbers too. According to CBR, cites Diamond's uh, April 2013 sales estimate. These were the four lowest selling titles. Legion, exactly. Legion of Superheroes and Demon Knights will end their respective runs at 23. Legion of Superheroes was never able to find an audience throughout the 52 run. With the cancellation of the series means it's only one in the Young Justice category remains. Scott Lobdell's uh, Teen Titans. Fantasy writer China Mayville's Dial H was one of uh, the New 52's second wave of titles, but it, like League of Legends, struggled to find an audience. While the title itself came out to rave reviews except for us here at the Lazy Geeks, it didn't manage to keep the audience that it was hoping to get. Uh, Demon Knight's numbers have dropped in recent months, and the cancellation comes before the beginning of the series writer's uh, Robert Vendetti's run on Green Lanterns with Source, Sword and Sorcery also canceled. It leaves DC's catalog nearly void of any high fantasy titles. Threshold is the biggest surprise after only lasting eight issues with writer Keith Griffith or Giffen um, and was notably um, notable for both um, its co-feature on Larflees as well as the main story. Um, with the remained version of Captain Carrot and the Zoo Crew and Blue Beetle. DC Comics has made a decision that would release 52 comics a month, but with these four titles coming to the end in late summer, it remains to be seen what they will bring to re- in to replace it. I sure hope it won't be any more Batman or Superman titles coming our way. I don't think it will be. I don't think they're that stupid. But well, you never know. Well, they might throw another <laughs> Superman in there, but the... Um... There's a lot of they could they could pull a lot of characters out and make some good books. I mean, I'm not see people freak out like oh man they're canceling more books. Like yeah, but they come out with new books too. I mean the new 52 it's almost like a new company started with already pre-existing um, like things to build off of. Right. So it, it's I expect books and I'm happy dilating that fucking book sucked, dude. I know. There's so many people who are just like oh my god it was awesome and I'm like I don't see it. It's like, I don't know if you were reading it while you were drunk. Yeah, hi. <laughs> I don't mean to be overcritical, but that fucking book sucked. Yeah, and the artwork to me also didn't. The, the To me, this the whole comic was a full big old bag of just like... Just a fa- donkey doo-doo. <laughs> I was going to say fail sauce, but that'll work too. Donkey fucking doo-doo. <laughs> to anyone who likes that book, I'm sorry. That you liked that book. <laughs> it's fucked up. Wow. It's not, it wasn't that bad. No. I, just, I, I just couldn't get into it. I just thought, I thought it was lazy writing, like stuff like that. You know, but whatever. It's whatever. It's really whatever. Um, what's not going to be lame, hopefully. Uh, Boom Studios. Boom! Has Those announced, highlights. right, that they have obtained the RoboCop license to create some new comic books based on the iconic character. A new miniseries titled RoboCop Last Stand is already in the works, based on Frank Miller's original screenplay for, for RoboCop 3. For those of you that didn't know that Frank Miller wrote the script for RoboCop 3. Yeah, now you know. Do, 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 do. <laughs> More you know. Um, the eight-issue series has been adapted from Miller's original work by Stephen Grant, the writer of the Dark Horse movie adap- adaptation of RoboCop 3, ironically. Um while that almost sounds too much of a coincidence to be true, it's nice to know someone experienced with the character will be in the driver's seat. 
Illustrations will be handled by Core Cut Ostekin, while the cover of the first issue is brought to you by Declan Shalvey. Yeah. Last Stand is based on the original way Miller wanted to end the Robocop saga, as Boom explains. The police, so this quote, the police force has disbanded. The people of Detroit have been evicted from their homes. ED-209s and OCP officers run the streets. With OCP's vision for Delta City well underway, Robocop may be his last city's hope. This is Robocop's last stand, as it was always intended to be. So I honestly think, opinion, 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 blah, 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 blah. Um, Robocop Last Stand number one will be out in August. I think it's going to be the shit. Yeah, I want to see how Frank Miller had that. Cause I, I, love when a, I love when a really dope miniseries comes out because it's easy to follow because I know it's not going to be forever. And it's yeah. like, cool. Yeah, well, what I what I like too is – and I remember seeing like the little things on it where they were talking about like Frank Miller wrote I think two and three – as like a two-parter or something like that, but they said that there was just it was too. They said it was like un, they, they they wouldn't be able to film in the time they had, and I think it was just budgeted out wrong, uh, weird. Yeah, he so. made he made like a bigger movie. Yeah, like and I th- I think it was like no, that doesn't make any sense. I'm gonna be thinking about something else. I was gonna say maybe it was too dark, but the, all the RoboCop movies were kind of dark, so it doesn't really matter. Frank Miller's a fucking boss, though. Yeah. All right. So, in tech news, which it's kind of a little bit of game news, but it you'll you'll get it when it when it works out. Cheater. Yeah. Cheater. Oh yeah, this from this guy who uses a video game as comic <laughs> news. <laughs> so this is injustice is a game. There's comic book characters in it. <laughs> Uh, I've never been a fan of Microsoft's point system that they use for purchases of their Xbox console. I have been more favorable to Sony and Apple's use of currency, which makes it easier to figure out how much you can spend for a game and other things on their Xbox Live marketplace. Well, The Verge is reporting that the end is nigh for the outdated currency in favor of cash in Windows 8. See, that's where the tech comes in. Uh, they are claiming to sources familiar as opposed to ones not familiar that with the situation that Xbox plans to move away from the point scheme to a new gift card system. This will allow users to use real currency when purchasing download content. Microsoft Shift will be, will be across all marketplaces, including Windows stores, Windows Phone store, and Xbox. It is believed that Microsoft will reveal the new system during E3 with a corresponding launch with the next generation console later this year. Uh, I know you weren't a big fan of. Uh, um, it, just, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, I, I always said, why does Microsoft have to invent their own currency? The currency we use now works perfectly fine. Like dollars. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. It's, it's just one extra step. And, and it, it's also, to me, archaic. It reminds me of when we first started needing points for video games and stuff like that and and then it made sense because they didn't really know what the hell they were doing right. you know but it, it, now with prepaid cards and all that this is no need and sony proved that they don't need a fucking silly point system it works just fine using them dollar size baby yeah like kids can learn how to count you don't have to oversimplify mm-hmm. it for them yeah i know right just round up you'll make more money than anyway stop typing on that fucking computer <laughs> 
All right. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching you. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so this should be good news for pretty much everybody, unless you're like a 13-year-old girl. Um, it Sexist seems like the... <laughs> I don't care. Um, <laughs> it seems like the HTC First isn't doing so well since roughly a month after its release. The Facebook phone, yes, this is the Facebook phone, um, <laughs> has just re- you can't say that without me laughing. The Facebook phone <laughs> has just received a significant price drop from carrier AT and T to ninety nine cents. So that's typical of a lot of their their older phones or low end phones. They'll put it at ninety nine cents. A source over at BGR um, the said the phone will be discontinued due to poor performance in in the tune of less than 15,000 units being sold nationwide since it's released. 15,000 units, dude, in a month? That's sad. That is sad. All right. So this would be the second, quote, Facebook phone. And that that was me sarcastically quoting. Nobody actually said that. (laughs) Facebook phone. Um, To not do very well when it was released back in 2011 – the HTC, the HTC status, according to keyboard equipped Android phone with a physical Facebook button, was given the axe not too far off from its release date. And that only just had a Facebook button. And, and people didn't like it. So, <laughs> for the record, AT&T did respond to BGR's report stating the company does, quote, price pricing promotions all the time and have made no decisions on future plans. HTC... End quote. HTC and Facebook were more than likely banking on AT&T's huge customer base in the United States to help spread the phone around. But AT&T has a lot of choices as far as phones are concerned. To be honest, there are much better phones available spec-wise in AT&T's lineup. So that's just pure spec-wise. I'm not talking about operating system or fucking what social network you use. Um, Facebook needs to realize that while most of the U.S. uses Facebook on a daily basis, it isn't so important that it has to be the main focal point of our phones. I don't need to see what my friends are ate today or how many (laughs) coins they got in a game all that bad. I know on my phone. I can deal with it on Facebook because you're going to their, you know, the web interface. I don't need to see it on my phone, too. Like, I have the Facebook app. But I get to Facebook when I want to get to Facebook. I don't need it in my face 24-7. Right, right. You know, that might be – and that's why I said 13-year-old girls because that's social bullshit. And maybe that's okay, but not for the people who are actually going to buy your phone. They don't, they don't care about that. And maybe I'm wrong, but I don't – I even asked around. I've, I've been asking, like, would you get a Facebook phone? No. Someone told me they'd rather get the new BlackBerry phone than a Facebook phone. I was like, damn. That's an insult. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's fucked up. Right there. <laughs> Damn. I mean, to me, the Facebook phone was just a complete waste of time anyway. Uh, it, I don't know. It was one of those things where I just was like, I don't need Facebook integrating into my OS. It's already with the Facebook app on my Android. It's already intrusive as it is. You know, you get the little, you know, and then with Messenger, you get the little chat bubble heads and whatever, um, which that actually is one of the cool things. But you can get the Facebook home thing put on my Android phone. So why would I need an Android phone? I mean, a Facebook phone. A Facebook phone. Yeah, to me, it just uh, it just seemed uh, 
not needed, I guess, is really the only thing. Is just... It was unnecessary. Yeah. It, especially, too. If I wanted something to dominate my uh, my phone experience, I'd just get an iPhone. Like, Facebook, and two, the thing is, is Facebook is is the most popular by a landslide, the most popular social network. Like, it's the social network, yeah. but it's not in that stage of existence where everyone's like, oh, my God, do you have Facebook? You know, so no one's going to jump on that phone. You know, they're just like, we all have Facebook. I don't give a fuck. I can already get to Facebook on my phone. Why am I going to get that? Yeah. It's it's just so stupid, you know. And everyone's – um, all the kids are moving to uh, – the picture sharing sites because no one knows how to read and write anymore. <laughs> yeah, so. and, and which is thankful because I've seen some kids because I have some younger cousins and stuff like that on my Facebook, and when they write, especially when they try to get political, you have to pull out a Batman decoder ring because they type shorthand, and you're like, what, what, what? Not even the shorthand. The, you know the thing that bugs me the most, the random capitalization. Have you seen that? <laughs> yeah. It's like I don't understand what? why there's three letters in this one word that are capitalized. What it, it, what's funny is the fact that it's kind of like you know it's like somebody with Tourette's when you're reading it because you know the random capitalization. It's like well I really hate when certain things you know it's like whoa yeah and it's it's not even the full word yeah. like each word will just have random letters in it capital. It's like. You're, my brain hurts yeah. trying to read your sentence. Yeah, I could feel my eyes literally starting to bleed when I start to when I sit there and actually try to read what I told I told somebody one time. I'm like, this is fucking bullshit. You can't even read this shit. So when my friends career, I'm like, yeah, because your friends are retards like you. <laughs> wow. And I didn't even know this kid. <laughs> and that's boss mode. That's right. That's, that's, you know, I keep it real. I don't fuck around. Exactly. It was my. It was my. Uh, my daughter's friend. <laughs> oh well, then in that case, had just met her, and she's like, "I'm like, I can't even read that." <laughs> oh yeah, I was like, "I can't even read" because she was checking her Facebook on my computer. And she's like, "Well, it's my Facebook. I'm like, it's my computer." You know, <laughs> so I was being nosy. I'm like, "I'm gonna fuck." And uh, and she goes, "Well, my friends can read it," and I'm like, "Hey, friends are retards like you." And she just <laughs> stared. She tried to mean mug me. I'm like, "Motherfucker, <laughs> so I'll make you disappear." No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway. So, as we do from time to time. Whoa, 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 wait, wait. There's a little spot before that, which I'll say. Oh, you want to read mine? I'll read yours, you read mine. So, we'll... Okay, there there will be no douchebag this week. uh, This time, due to overwhelming epicness. Right, so that was my intro that I wrote to this. Now, this is Steve's intro that he wrote. As we do from time to time. There are, there are people out there that commit copi- copious amounts of epicness. That's my new word is copious. Copi- what did I used to say? Copolis. Oh, yeah, copolis. <laughs> you throw a random L in there. <laughs> Why not, dude? I don't Cop- – yeah, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not hating. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's, all, it's all copolis. Copolis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Copolis, shit. Um, copious amounts of epicness. That it needed, it needs to be shared with the interwebs. This award is known as the Lazy Geeks Epic Person of the Week. So we used to do this every time we did the yeah. podcast, but it was starting to get like this person's epic because he wasn't a dick. You know, like <laughs> that, that's what we knew we had to change. It's like, oh, this guy didn't. This guy did something that neither. It's like this guy had, or awesome, so he's epic because he didn't. This guy had a press conference and he didn't piss anybody off. Yeah, exactly. And that's hard right, to so, do nowadays. 
<laughs> so our uh, epic person of the week is Robert Downey Jr. I mean, for a variety of reasons, but for the specific reason, uh, I'll read my little article that I wrote for it. Uh, Marvel Studios has always been known for paying actors less than most would expect. During the Avengers, all of the main main stars of the film made two hundred thousand dollars roughly. <laughs> I read that fact. I was like, "What?" <laughs> Except for Robert Downey Jr., who made a sizable fifty million from the film. That's with endorsement deals and, and right. you know pro- sharing and that. And then, and one thing too, and you know a little bit more about the film industry than I did. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> why why are they making two hundred thousand, but Robert Downey Jr. makes fifty million? That makes no sense to me. Well, a lot of the a lot of it was because to get. They made his deal when they did the first Iron Man. Now, when they did the first Iron Man, there was the speculation that in order to keep him on there, because he was, of all the Avengers, he's the most high-profiled. And to keep him on there, they gave a back-end deal. That was to get him for three movies plus the Avengers. So um, he, he got a bigger cut. So, yeah, because basically they, they didn't have the money to give him a hefty bump. But they gave we'll give you back end, which is usually what you know small movies will do. That's how they like small movies get certain actors because they give them a piece of the back end. Jack Nicholson made millions off of the original Batman movie because he did merchandising and all that other he's shit. He's still making money. On oh this yeah, show. absolutely. Anytime they'd use his face, he's making money. But right. what happened? But yeah, with the other actors, they were small, lesser known, so they didn't have the weight that Robert Downey Jr. had. Okay, so I've been filled in. Thank you. You're welcome. So Downey also made $35 million from Iron Man 3 as well, as well. So it's safe to say that Downey isn't going to be worrying about his bills anytime soon. Um, talks are currently underway for Downey to put on the suit again for the Avengers 2 and even 3, although Downey has been vague about playing the character again in a standalone film. Deadline reports that Downey has put it on the table for Marvel, and said in order for him to do future Avenger films, his co-stars co-stars will need to get a pay raise. So one source tells Deadline, he's the only guy with real power in this situation, and balls of steel too. He's already he's already sent a message that he's not going to work for a place where they treat his colleagues like shit. So Downey currently holds a lot of the cards in this situation, since the majority of the fans are completely devoted to him as Tony Stark. If Downey were to bow out and the role recast, it could significantly hurt ticket sales of future installations. I, I wrote that, but honestly, it won't. But, yeah. <laughs> but it, it, will, it will hurt ticket sales a little bit. Like the, the longevity of the character will be an issue. And the standalone films, it will definitely hurt ticket sales. The Avengers, though, people will still go see that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not trying, I'm not trying to you know, downplay Robert Downey Jr., but there's other shit going on in the Avengers. Um it's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out, blah, blah, blah. Um, so, yeah, fucking epic, dude. Like, you'd expect to go, I want to pay raise. Because that's what everyone does in Hollywood. They're oh, making yeah. $50 million on a deal, and they're like, I need more money. You know, because they're just greedy dicks. Yeah. This dude's like, uh, my friends are making fucking peanuts compared to me. You need to hook them up. Well, what's funny is is that earlier, before, when Iron Man 3 was released, and then they started negotiations with uh, Marvel, um, I said in one of my in, in one of my posts that you know if that Marvel needs to pay up now because they've proven their movies are successful, and it doesn't matter because all the movies that came up, um, especially the Avengers, did phenomenal business. They can't claim to be small anymore. Plus, yeah, they can't keep paying like an indie company. Yeah, and plus the fact that they have Disney backing them now, and Disney's making buco bucks, so Disney money. Yeah, exactly. So you need to, you know, 
you know, you you really needed that kind of uh, of boost. So, and plus the fact that when you're dealing with Robert Downey Jr., somebody had actually said that the only one that could do this would be Robert Downey Jr. And it's it's showing him as being a boss on the level of like, dude, he doesn't have to do this, but he's sitting there going, you guys need to pay them too. Because well, it's it's that it's like being a boss about it, and then also being a smart businessman, you know. Because he's he's in a position to help his co-star. Because his co-stars, when it comes to the Avengers, his co-stars are just as important as he is. Yeah, you know, to the Avengers. Now, obviously, he's more high profile, but it, but now that the first movie's been out, now everyone wants to see the whole team. Right. There, there may have been a few that dipped in there to see Iron Man, you know, or whatever. But now, now it's a whole thing. So I like, say, all right, fine. Let's let's help these people out, make a little bit more money, you know, because like two hundred thousand, like that's that's so light. Yeah. You know, for for the for the movie that it was, and for the acting too. I mean, everybody did a great job in that movie. You know, so I don't understand. Even Scarlett Johansson, that ass alone should be getting more money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know, right? No, I'm just kidding. Um, but like, um, like are you telling me Samuel L. Jackson made two hundred thousand dollars to beat Nick Fury? Yeah, I know, right? Are you telling me that um, what's his name played Captain America? Like, come on, it's it's yeah. like that's bullshit. Yeah, no, I, I I agree with that. So there you go. All right, and. Uh, but yeah, I mean, to me, if uh, you know, when I when Adam was like, text me on Facebook, dude, did you see this? And I was like, fucking a, dude, that is awesome. So, I think one thing this is gonna one tell his cast, then you know, his his cast members, like, look, I'm doing this for you guys. I'm not trying to be a dick because of me, you know. But I'm this is what I want for all of us because I think we all deserve it. And at the same time, too, I think it's gonna ingratiate himself to fans. Because it was like, you know what? He could just strictly sit there and go, "I want the money. Why not?" You know, exactly. I just did a, I just crossed the billion dollar mark with Iron Man three alone without you, motherfuckers. You know, I'm a fucking beast. Yeah. Fuck Captain America. Yeah. Fuck the. Whole, I am the Avengers. All yeah. of a sudden, crazy. He, I know he starts hulking out and shit. <laughs> <laughs> he but. hulks out and he wears a red, white, and blue Iron Man suit and. <laughs> What, what other characters are in there? <laughs> He's, everything's all mixed together. He has a bow and arrow. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> he has an eye patch. <laughs> oh, man. So now, as we do from time to time when time permits, actually, we tend to go into site comments. This first one. But first of all, let's preface this. We know we haven't done them in a while, which... Just generally means Adam talks too much in the podcast. So, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and we have to kind of cut it down for time. But, and you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Adam brought it to my attention. You know, we haven't done it in, like, the last few shows. So keep keep putting um, really cool comments on the site. This week we got some good ones. A lot of them for Adam for once. Uh, Adam got Which a lot. Which is why I put so many. <laughs> so go All ahead. Right. So the first one was on the Robert Downey Jr. piece. That I just read from uh, <laughs> Kane the Conqueror. Uh, it says, wow, that's classy. You don't always see someone put themselves on the line like that. Thanks for the update. So, one, you're welcome. Anytime. All right. And, uh, I mean, we already we just talked about it. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it was the shit. So, there ain't much more to say about that. Um, next one's on RoboCop miniseries from Mako um, Jezernik. 
this sounds great. Frank Miller and RoboCop 3 as it was meant to be. Can't wait for this one. Boom. And I agree with him because I'm really fucking stoked about that book. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to that one. Uh, this one here comes from Figure Fan Zero on my uh, the four titles that DC canceled. Shame about Dial H. I tried, but I could not get into Demon Knights. Well, See, I like that comment because it's like the complete opposite of what I would have said. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know, which is what I was thinking too. I go, uh, yeah, you know, I. It's like, yeah, shame about Demon Knights, but I really couldn't get into D- um, Dial H. Yeah, um, it was. Uh, yeah, I agree, but yeah, I don't know. Like we we talked about earlier, it's just the story and this the the artwork just didn't appeal to me at all. And we both did it. Like Adam and I both we very a lot of times we don't always agree on comics, but this one was one where we were both like fuck this. <laughs> yeah, this is bullshit. Um last comment is from my uh Independence Day the making more Independence Day films article. This is again from Marco uh Jezernik. Uh, only this time, I hope they hack the alien mothership with Linux. I was like, oh! <laughs> I was I like, yeah. That. At uh, least that'd be more believable. I know, right? <laughs> with an Apple MacBook Pro. <laughs> I know. Oh, man. All right. So, all right. Before we head out, we want to remind you all to check out the website, thelazygeeks.com, where you can get all news in um, all sorts of news in the world of geekdom. And be sure to subscribe to our Lazy Geeks Network on either iTunes or via the website, where you can get all our podcasting content, including the In the Ink podcast, Lazy Ring of Death, which we will have a special one this week. Uh, Microsoft is uh, revealing the new Xbox this week. So mm. Adam and I are doing a secondary podcast, which will be a Lazy Ring of Death, um, and it'll talk about what we know about the Xbox versus the PS4. So definitely get in that because you will you will have your mind blown, and you will want to blow us afterwards. I'm just saying. What? Hey, you know it's know true. That. I didn't know that. You know it's promise. true, though. You know that. No, they're they're going to want to blow us. That's a, it's a truth. Science. It's, it's a truth. Science. Science. Science, Adam. It's science. science. As you well can't as dispute science. yeah, you can't dispute science. As well as the Cinephile Podcast, uh, like us on Facebook or add us to your circle on Google Plus. Follow us on uh, Twitter at the Lazy Geeks, or you can follow myself at Lazy underscore Nomad or Adam if he's ever on there at Lazy underscore Sapien. Uh, Lazy Geeks theme is provided by Kevin McLeod, so be sure to leave a comment because if you do, we just may read it on the podcast like we did today. And remember, we're thinking so you don't have to. So until next week. A peace out. Peace out.